ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 50th episode of the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. My name is Austin. Today I'm joined with... I am George, and we are at my work. This feels kind of weird for me, guys, because like I'm like in a place where I'm usually comfortable and I'm not having to worry about, you know, being all like uppity. Usually here, you know, I got Travis right up my ass. Travis, say what's up, Travis, our engineer. Hey, what's up, Travis, my engineer? Yep, okay. Um, but we are also joined, we have Chris here, obviously. Chris. Howdy, I'm Chris. How's the week been, dude? The, the week has been pretty hot, both temperature and sexual. Mm. Um, <clears throat> is this time for... Would it be appropriate for a funny Einstein story right now? I mean, hit us with one. Hit us with one to start it. Yeah, I just got one, okay. but it's it's a little gnarly. I'm, I'll, I won't lie. Okay, it's a little bit graphic. Okay. Oh Jesus! All right, I gotta warn all of our viewers, of course. You know, let them know what's to come. <laughs> but I'm bum. Uh, so, my coworkers basically we're short staffed at Einstein Brothers. So what they do is they get employees from other stores to like visit and help on certain days. Okay. Great, but we apparently, due to this little connection of employees, a mystery was uncovered. Okay, okay. about the wider Einstein's mega corporation. Let's hear it. So, apparently, my coworkers knew the female coworkers knew that this guy calls our store on an anonymous number, and he'll keep asking questions. Say, "Oh, do you have you know egg sandwiches? What are your hours?" Like, just keep asking questions. Annoyingly. Because, and he'd only do it when a girl answers the phone. Oh. So that they keep okay. talking. And <clears throat> oh, if you're no. degenerate, you understand what that means he's doing. And this can be confirmed because one of our coworkers answered the phone once and immediately was met with a moan. Wow. All right. So now, working with people from the other store, they came together and told this story and found out he, this guy is calling all of the Einsteins <laughs> oh my on God. rotation to do this, okay? Is this his job? He just does this all day? He's just calling, oh, this one didn't answer? All right, next one. Well, who knows? And and one one manager that visited said, claimed, he calls all the Einsteins and other stores. I don't know how she would know that yeah. he calls other stores. Well, he but it seems likely. I mean, given it's, it's the morning hours, Chris. This is my response. To that. It's the morning hours, so obviously, that's the first in the long line of of uh, of restaurants or possibly even other bagel establishments worldwide. We don't even know if he's just limiting it to Las Vegas area. I, I like to think that he, he, he targets only breakfast. <laughs> around the world he only targets breakfast and you know time differences and it all lines up now the, wow. the cereal breakfast jacker okay little do we know netflix if we play our cards right netflix would make a fucking documentary a docuseries hey if somebody gets killed out of this whole little psycho situation <laughs> that's that's okay. ill that you're hoping somebody gets killed so we could like i just get said a, get a documentary so guys like I said, we're, we're here at Sticky Paws Studios. Everything looks amazing. You know, we're feeling comfortable. This is such an amazing time in our lives because we were literally doing this shit in like the, the most slummiest of ways. <laughs> On a microwave. We're, we were making it happen, right? <laughs> we we're making it happen. And, you know, ever since I started working here at the studio, I've got a chance to meet like a lot of really cool people. And I've also met a lot of people that were making it happen on their own. 
during the quarantine times. And also, you know, like we've also talked about, you know, short films and stuff are such a big part of the film community. We have a special guest joining us today. And I, we, we had talked about it earlier. Her name is Tama Tamari, and she's directing a film here at Sticky Paws Studios via Zoom. So, Tama, do you want to introduce yourself and, and let the let the world know what you're doing here at Sticky Paws? Um, yeah, well, hello. I'm Tama Tamari. And um, basically, in like September, one of my friends had approached me with um, a movie idea. And we started developing it and we were gonna plan to shoot um, in this summer. And then some family things came up for me, which made me had to come home. And I couldn't find a new director who was willing to put in the time and the same amount of um, creative planning that I did. So I still gathered up my team and I let them know my circumstances. And we all just said, okay, we'll just have a director direct over Zoom. And now here we are. <laughs> wow. And so now you you are doing this all, like I said earlier, via Zoom. Is it just yeah, via I, Zoom in certain uh, for certain days or is it uh, full time like you're not seeing your, your crew? Yeah, I have not gotten the chance to step onto set once whoa, since whoa. we are filming in Las Vegas and I'm here in Hawaii. Um so yeah, it's pretty much all been a virtual process for me. <laughs> got you, got you. Now, one thing that would be important to me um, would be like a person, I would still need a person in my circumstances um, that makes me coffee every morning because I'm assuming like you got to get the morning coffee. Um, did you find a per? Did, did you put out like a Craigslist ad? Like I need somebody to get me coffee every morning. I'm a director. Um. I would pretty much just ask either a one of the set designers, a PA, or my um, assistant director to buy coffee or Red Bulls for everyone. And then I would just Venmo them money and be like, okay, here's the money. Um, go buy coffee, please. <laughs> that is clever. That is clever. So um, do you want to go in and talk about your, your, your film a little bit? Like when is it supposed to release and like – what what can we expect from from you in this film? Yeah, well, our logline is basically that it's about a young girl, Luna, who meets her assumed to be soul family. Um, and along the journey of the friendship, she learns that relationships can be very temperamental. And she learns that with her twin flame relationship. And a twin flame, I'm gonna butcher the definition because I'm really not that <laughs> spiritual. Um, but it's two halves of one soul and you only have one twin flame, basically. Okay. It's everything you love and hate about yourself. Wow. This, so it's, is it like a really, cause we're, we like comedy movies, right boys? Like Th that's kind of our bread and butter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, it's our niche. It's our stick. This seems super intellectual, like big brain or is there like, when you when you're dealing with stuff that has uh, has to do with something that might be a little philosophical, how do you like dumb it down for people so that everyone understands? Mm -hmm. Well, the spirituality aspect of it really is just almost the aesthetic of it all. Really, I would describe the film as like 
the breakfast club but with crystals and tarot mm. see i because i saw on vimeo i saw the trailer for this and i saw i thought it was about friends being estranged but i also noticed the lover part as well but i i remember that shot of her with the tarot cards in her bed so i kind of picked up that that was kind of part of the movie yeah <laughs> sick 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 so when do you plan on releasing this um, well, as it goes with virtually directing and producing a film, um, there's going to be some hiccups. So we're not entirely sure when we will be releasing, but hopefully sometime uh, next year. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Do you plan on, on continuing to use Sticky Paws to film? like, Or was this just for a certain shot? Like, I want to know when I watch your film, at that point in time, like, I work there. You know, because it's always cool to be like, I know that place. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have scenes shot at Sticky Paws because it's really to just have like that studio space. You get it quiet. You can make whatever you want out of it almost, given you have the materials. Um, but yeah, the studio has been really awesome. And I want to thank Sticky Paws. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, you definitely want to thank Sticky Paws and we appreciate it. I think we, I think we kind of, we've cut out. I think so. Please. Okay. Oh wait, no. wait. Stable. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, you are fine. You are fine. We thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much. We do appreciate it guys. Please go follow, uh, Tama, Tama Tamari, the movie twin flames, hopefully releasing next year they're in the process of filming it guys go give her a follow because she's doing something that's really tough and that's uh that's what we're here to do right we're here just to spread that positivity and love boys that's correct absolutely i mean we All had right. a we had austin on last week who uh talked about his short film or actually it was a feature yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah so we always love shouting out you know and, and talking about the the smaller side of cinema yeah as opposed to just like michael bay well, you know, eventually we are, they will eventually become Michael Bay. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you throw enough, you know, darts at a dartboard, you're eventually going to So then we can come to them when we have 300 listeners and be like, hey, you want to you wanna come on the show? Hey, uh, you Time never know. to cash it in. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this studio is awesome. We, we could have a guest sitting right here and, uh, you know, and we, we can have guests join via Zoom. It's amazing. So uh, Tom is back if you just want to actually uh, do oh, the proper I'm conclusions. Sorry. Yes. I moved Oh, no, you are fine. You are fine. So uh, is there any last things that you want to shout out any special people in your life, you know, that have helped you, like, get through this this time? Um, well, of course, I will thank the writer and producer of the film, um, Amanda Neeland. And I want to also thank my assistant director, uh, Kay Fernandez for just being very awesome throughout the whole project. And of course my cinematographer, um, Patricia Reyes, cause they've all been super helpful and essential to making this work, especially since their director is 3000 miles in an ocean away. <laughs> no, I can only imagine. We do definitely do appreciate having you and uh, hopefully we can see you again soon. Yes, thank you so much for having me. No problem. <laughs> thank you. Okay, shall we delve into the topic of the day? Or yeah. so, oh, hold on, before that, before oh that. yeah, yeah, you have a, a whole thing. Yeah, well, not it's not a whole thing, 
but it's a it's, it's a, a half piece a of thing. it. It's a kind of a thing. Um, so last night, uh, Cameron and I, we were sitting on our couch and we're like, "What in the world are we going to do today?" Um, Cameron, can you come in? I, I don't think the world's ever seen you on the podcast. No, they've today, never so. seen Cameron. So I have to. We have a, we have a studio audience today. We do. Seth, it's you a little can weird. come in here too, Debut. so people can see. Cameron, my fiance here. Everybody, thank thank you so much for being so special to me, and just letting me record whenever. Love you. Go further in. Go further. We can't see you. Yeah, we can't see you. Seth. Seth is also here, and Seth is just say hi to everybody. Seth. Seth went to work out with me this week because he's a G. Okay. Uh, So we were sitting on the couch last night. What in the world do we do? I see a trailer for Space Jam, and I realize Space Jam released on Friday. So. Me and Cameron, we were like 9.45. Typically, you don't get a lot of kids at that time. It's a PG movie, right? So you go watch a PG movie later in the night to watch it with the adults. I like to, you know, possibly indulge in Nettable and watch a film. (laughs) The good old. Um, The good old days, right? So I have a clip to play uh, about my movie review after last night. So I'm leaving the theater, and I decided I'm going to shoot a video and let the world know about how I felt about Space Jam. All right. Just coming out of uh, AMC with Cameron. Went to see Space Jam. Uh, I'm going to give it just a pineapple rating right off the rip. We're going to play this during the podcast. Immediate pineapple rating out of five. It gets a three. Three pineapples out of five. Uh, would have gotten a four had LeBron cried. Okay, they they had been filming, they've been hyping this movie up for the longest. We didn't see one LeBron cry. Cameron, thoughts? It was long. Long? Just good. I fell asleep a little bit during the. Baby she definitely fell asleep. Game. It was a long basketball game. But we don't we don't want to spoil any of the juicy deeds for you. It's a little too early, but definitely could have been better. Could have been better. A Guys, three? it fucking sucks. I've heard from numerous people that, like, it doesn't even hold a candle to the original one. So, like, I'm not surprised you gave it a three. I actually, that's I feel, from what I've heard, that's a little generous. Okay. Um, the only reason I'm generous is because I like sports. I'll tell you that much. Okay, uh, if that's I didn't, fair. If I didn't like sports as much, it, it would have, like bummed me out so i immediately went home after that right and watched the original space jam i did i got into car turned on space jam see i watched the original for the first time in almost 20 years on wednesday with my kid and he loved it he was like this is just great it dude there is it is so much better than this space jam that came out (laughs) they okay so LeBron has to carry it. Right. They made him act way too much. And I heard like he cannot act to save his life. I mean, he can he can act when it comes to catching fouls I've heard. Or oh, trying to catch fouls. Dude, it, mm. Yeah, no no no. I I I don't want you to show your kid the new Space Jam and I just want you to permanently tell him this is Space Jam. Oh, okay. So because I want to see the new one. Yeah, this is the new one. And then this is just a, Le- a LeBron mockumentary. The fucking second one. It's Looney Tunes kidnap LeBron. There you go. You know, I feel like with uh, a lot of these movies, like with longtime sequels, you know, we're just waiting and waiting, and then it's like, oh, they're making a sequel to that movie. I feel like it's a big cash-in, you know? Like, doesn't matter how it turns out. People are going to be lining out the door because of the nostalgia. And, I mean, you're saying it didn't deliver. I actually... 
when I first saw Space Jam, it was not as a kid. It was only a few years ago, and I actually didn't really like it, to be quite honest, the original. Okay. But that's because I saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and I thought the animation, classic. The animation in Who Framed Roger Rabbit was like way better than the real-life animation in Space Jam. And I'm not a sports person, so that's why... Yeah, I didn't like yeah. it that much. But you're like, that's like saying like, oh, I don't like great value mac and cheese because I'm used to like Velveeta. Well, if you're, it's like you're gonna watch one movie. I mean, yeah, like, but Disney, I don't like Disney's sports too. Better. You know what I mean? So yeah, but like, I'm not a huge basketball fan. But I can't like the movie was still good. I want to say it was bad. It's just I'm like, damn, people like be wearing the shirts all the time of this movie, <laughs> and I don't know, dude. Well, that's. Okay, so one of the things that I would say makes it so much better for me is that there there was a lot more other like really good actors that had like comedic moments throughout That's the film. That's true. The I, I do remember Space some Jam. of the funnies in that one. Okay. Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill Murray with uh, Michael Jordan gets sucked through the, the golf hole, right? Because Michael That's Jordan That's the hits scene I remembered when you said that. He gets sucked through the golf hole and then Bill Murray and Larry Bird are just standing there and they're like, on the green, they're like, where the hell did he go? And then, like, as they're walking back to their golf cart, Bill Murray is like, uh, Larry, I'm just going to mark us down for a two on that one. We were in no <laughs> emotional state to putt. Because they were both like, like it, it, it's like those little witty, uh, witty moments with a lot of good comedic characters. And although Don Cheadle is good and he did amazing, it was kind of like uh, too much Don Cheadle. They were probably just trying to... Too much to, of the cheat. Too much of the cheat. Way too much cheat. They are probably just trying to be like, Space Jam? It's like all the movies now. Yeah, yeah. Space, Space Jam? Space remember? Jam. Hey, you remember Space you Jam? You remember? Yeah, you line up for Space Jam. Yeah. No, I get you, dude. Um, But did you guys watch anything else this week? Any yes. Takes? Yes. Go ahead. There's two things of interest that I watched. One, I watched some of the first episode of the iCarly reboot. Ooh. Well, it's more like a sequel. I want to say reboot. But uh, a continuation. <clears throat> and I was entertained. I thought they were doing a really good job. They brought back characters I would not think would be in this. Did they bring back the creepy producer? No. See, see. <laughs> and Schneider. That's, and that's why I think everybody agreed to do it. They're like, okay, the feet toucher is in here, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude. You know? They have like a sign outside the door that says no sandals. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. for your safety, it, do not we, wear sandals. Can you guys please just like fill me in because i knew he did weird shit but like i don't know what there's videos of him like aggressively hugging miranda cosgrove like like how you would like hug cameron it's not weird for that but it's weird for like an adult to hold a child like that mm. okay okay christian's um, got the deets I'll, I'll word it the best way i can and i'm not an expert but first people started noticing that in all of their all of dan schneider's shows so it's like drake and josh iCarly, zoe 101 victorious Yada da, all really good shows. Like they're well written. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> there have been parts focused on the girl's feet and other semi-sexualized like situations. Ah, okay. Yes, I recall. And all I these recall. pictures have like cropped up of like Dan Schneider like hu like hugging like all these girls and like taking pictures of them and dude. I, I don't know if there's like actual story evidence. But that's basically what it's based on. Right, right, right. He caused foot fetishes for the youth of America at that point in yeah, time. Yeah, now we're, we're all I to blame because remember. of him. Yeah. Actually, he's to blame for all of us. I If he doesn't get a cut of wiki feet, <laughs> what was it all for? <laughs> you well, know? I, who do you think site that is? 
wiki feet yeah that's probably his wow probably he's like the you know the crypto guy Na- yeah natashi sakamoto or something like that. <laughs> what it, who's the crypto crypto guy's name travis uh satoshi something 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 moto? satoshi nakamoto there you go i think it's that guy he's that guy of wiki feet <laughs> nobody knows the ceo and tv feet oh my gosh Okay. He's the one who he's the one like if they need a foot model, he's the he's the casting director. That's I wouldn't doubt. Why would you not hire a man who has a talent and a reputation talent. in that area? Okay. Anyways, Chris, continue talking about the reboot. Because I want to watch it, but like you gotta sell me on it here. Okay, so now I didn't watch the whole episode because like I was kind of busy. It was like an in passing thing. Like we watched some of it. However, I'm now interested in watching the rest of it. <clears throat> One, okay, the only bummer is Sam is not in it. Jeanette McCurdy, Sam, not in it. Apparently, they explain it at some point. It's very sad, though. However, however, they they are doing a good job. They brought back... Fre- Freddie's mom is in it. Didn't think she would Whoa. make an appearance. Whoa. Is she still okay. as overbearing? Gilf. Yeah. Gilf. Yeah. No. <laughs> what? That's nasty, George. That's funny. Whoa, who said that? <laughs> Seth, Whoa. get the microphone away from that kid. Get him out of the, get him out of the studio. I'm just kidding. So it's all very faithful. Um, there's been like a time skip, so they explain like where the characters are, and um, I guess I, I don't know if it's really a spoiler, but like for example, Spencer, right? Uh, Carly's brother. Yes, yes, yes. I almost say Crazy Steve because that's Drake <laughs> and Josh. <laughs> I'm Do you like, guys remember when you called yeah. me Crazy Steve in eighth yeah, grade? Because you look like Crazy Steve. Because I, I, I like I shaved my head. I was like, I'm tired of all this hair, and I shaved it. And you were like, Y'all Crazy Steve up in here. I was like, Fuck you guys. Oh yeah, no. Maybe in post we can just for us we can just insert a picture of that. Oh, I gotta find one. Okay. I gotta see if I can find a picture. Yeah, from no. Then. You probably <laughs> definitely didn't want photos taken you at that point in time in your life. No, probably not. Yeah, as soon as you get that one crazy Steve call, you're just like, no, yeah, you're right, like, shut it down, taking them all off Facebook, <laughs> delete forever. Yep. Okay. So Spencer, remember he was trying to be an, an artist in the original show, remember? Mm-hmm. And you know, kind of stumbling and having a hard time, but like he had that drive, that passion. In this show, he's like kind of made it big, and he's like rich now, off of his insane like sculptures. So at one point, they have like a like a like a high class, like kind of wine party at the apartment. Except he still lives in the apartment, which I think is funny. Yeah, classic Spencer. And you know, like Freddie is trying to do this like tech startup thing, and so they've like world build it on onto it. I thought he would have been like us, <laughs> like the three of us, like starting up like a like like Travis, like starting up like a podcast studio or something. Is, is Travis is Freddie your idol? Dude, Freddie, hey, by the way, this is my face now. Look, I even have a lower third. Look, I did this all while live, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, so Freddie is my spirit animal. I only watched iCarly because of Freddie, and I was disappointed that there was no real live show. But here I am. You are the Freddie. I am Freddie. I am actually Freddie. Freddie is more than, he's my brother. Is that going live in five, four, Exactly I know right. you'll be. <laughs> See, and we can't get copyrighted for that because we're just singing it. Right, right. Yeah. And we're not even in key. Guys, so. guys, stop, stop. We're only going to now promote the second one now that the foot toucher is gone. Okay. So <laughs> what's the name of this one? What? It's just iCarly. It's just right? iCarly again? I forget. I think it's just iCarly. <laughs> wait, wait, it's wait, I forget. Wait, hold on. Is that the name? I forget. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, I forget. Okay. Um, was that that was the first one? What was the second thing? You okay, so that was good. 
Um, I you ever sit down to watch them? Like you ever sit down and like somebody's watching a movie on TV or something, and you just kind of sit in, and then you get invested and you watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I did it. Um, it was this movie called California, spelled with a K. I think it came out in the '90s or 2000s, maybe. All right, crib. Uh, so Brad Pitt is a Triple like up. a serial killer type of guy. Yeah. And he, but he's like really like redneck, like hey, talking like this the whole movie, like really like like Neanderthal. Neanderthal. Like like not like oh he's redneck so he's <laughs> dumb. He's a redneck and this guy is dumb. Like he's like so stupid, but he kills people. Okay. And this, it's him and his girlfriend. And like he kills his like landlord because he's he's you know doesn't have rent and he like goes on a road trip to California. They carpool with this guy who's like a writer. He wants to visit all these hot spots. This writer guy of of uh, serial killings, and he wants to write a book. And his you know his wife is she's like a photographer. Oh, I'll take the pictures. So the two couples, the like writer you know artsy yeah. couple. And the redneck secretly serial killer husband couple, <laughs> they go on a road trip to California, and they just uncover the fact that he's like a like a killer as they go along. Because you know, they're like, okay, it's What's your turn. What's ski mask doing in the back of your car? <laughs> my tools. <laughs> I need my tools. <laughs> so, you know, they're at the like the first gas station and or whatever, and they're like, okay, early is the Brad Pitt's character, who's a redneck serial killer. They say, okay, early, you know, it's your turn to pay this time. He doesn't have any money. So he sees, a, a, like, a rich-looking guy going to the bathroom. He falls and he kills him with a knife and, like, takes his money. <laughs> okay. And he walks out, and the, the writer guy was fixing the car, so he has oil all over his hands. And, he, he, you know, they pass each other in the bathroom right after he killed the guy. So early has to say, ah, oh, there's no sink in there. You don't, you don't, don't wash your hands. Like, so he has to convince him to, like, not see the body. and Hella slick. Yeah. Oh, because so, I thought of 18 different scenarios that could have happened there. I thought he goes in, touches the body, now gets framed for it. Okay, continue. That's where I thought it was going because yeah. he has all these maps of all these locations, and he's investigating serial killers. So, like, I'm like, oh, if the cops find them, I know who's, who's going to get most blamed. Obvious? Who's the most obvious? So, you know, and it was interesting, and it comes to a head, and, you know, they, you know the, the other couple becomes in danger. Okay. Gotcha. The girlfriend doesn't know. She's like a ditzy, like stupid, like early protects me, you know, (laughs) but it's like super retro. You know, the like artsy liberal wife is like, why doesn't, you know, why, you know, why do you dress like that? Why can't, why aren't you allowed to smoke cigarettes or drink? Early doesn't want me doing that. The Lord. Yeah. So, but my gripe with a movie is that it's the artsy wife's fault. Because at, at once they start realizing he's a psychopath, she blames her husband, right, the artsy wife, and she says, "Oh, you know, like she, they both agreed to the trip at the beginning of the movie because she wanted to take the photos and he was going to write." But th- then it turns out she says to him, "Oh, well, I just lied because I wanted a trip to California." Like, so, and then she 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 personally saw red flags of the killer guy early, but like put that shit on the back burner. Like kept it to herself, so like the trip could keep going. So it's, <laughs> it's secretly vacation, bro. her fault of the whole fucking thing. Wow. So that well, that's like my personal take of it, though. If you've seen California, California with a K, like Mortal Kombat, you know. And he talked. Now, is it like a Texas redneck, or is it like a? I forget where he's from. Um, yeah, like a Texas sounding redneck, like okay. the the way it sounds. It's not like a Louisiana or. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like I gotta that, check that out. That kind of drawl. I gotta check that out. 
Okay. <clears throat> it was good. Olsten. Yeah, so uh, I watch a lot of YouTube, but what I, for movies, what I watched is I actually watched like a marathon of Mel Brooks movies. Yes. Ooh. Uh, mostly Robin Hood and Spaceballs, which I've seen Spaceballs a ton of times, but I hadn't seen Robin Hood Men in Tights like in years. I forgot Dave Chappelle was in that movie. Mm-hmm. In Spaceballs? No, in Robin Hood Men in Tights. And of course, it's like supposed to be like medieval times, but they have them in like fucking Jordans. <laughs> like he's walking around in like Jordan's so like bro that's hella racist but I guess Mel Brooks makes it work but yeah I, I watched him for like the first time in a couple years and I was like my people I like this okay Robin Hood men in tights is that the one where there's like a ch- the, the woman is wearing like a chastity yeah it's like a full chastity like cast iron like I did not underwear. understand anything what was going on because I saw that as a kid I'm like well like, I didn't know. I didn't know a porn or yeah, anything. And it's was. funny because she's in a bath, and like her, her like her like assistant comes in and goes, "You need to get out before you start resting." And I was like, "What?" And she stands up. It's like metal oh in the bath. I was God. like, "Oh, that's got to be like painful as hell." Can you imagine that actually happened to chicks back in the day, guys? Can you imagine if your father like what? What's worse, getting a chastity put on you like that, or getting like the getting like the little like the cock? <laughs> the cage yeah the cage despite all my rage my cock is still in a cage because if you really just <laughs> if you really just focus on like not getting hard i guess the the dick chastity one would be better because like then you have more mobility a metal chastity around you would be pretty rough well this was like high up so she could like she had like full mobility of her legs and everything yeah, yeah, it just seemed oh, uncomfortable. Oh, and it, I think it had, like, a Champion or Under Armour on it or something. Like, it had, like, a brand oh on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to say it was Champion. I think it was Champion. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but they're good movies. They're funny. They're, like, real slapstick, but, like, those movies could not come out today. I love I, the Mel Brooks type of humor. I need to freaking go watch these because, like, this whole time you were saying this, like, I have no idea who the fuck Mel Brooks is or what those movies Yeah, are. these movies came out, like, the 80s and 90s. Uh, but... If you're going to watch one good. that's really good, watch Blazing Saddles. That one almost like yeah. breaks the fourth wall, too, right? Like, those yeah, it breaks the fourth wall. It's very off color. It's a, it's a movie, but then, they, then they're then they like, oh, let's go to the I brick room. And they go to like a movie. Like They come off the movie set. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait, I thought this was like a legit plot in the West. And they're like, hey. Okay. Okay. You've sold me. You have sold me. Now that we've discussed what we've watched this week, boys. We have a very interesting topic to discuss. So typically, uh, you know, we we are last minute planners. Um, but this week, we had Austin planning out this episode about the Pixar universe. Yeah, the theory, the Pixar so, theory, the Pixar theory. So, Chris, or I mean, Austin. Yeah. So, over, for anybody who's watching this live or listening, if you want to follow this as we go along with it, you can go to the PixarTheory.com. I'm just going to be reading from this, but I did a lot of. Uh, Back-end research, too. But okay. I sent you guys the link so you guys can see it. Yes, uh, yes, yes. This, uh, this goes all the way from, from Brave to Monsters, Inc. That's kind of the timeline here. Gotcha. Okay. So. Brave 2012. Yeah. Uh, so the year is 14th to 15th century. It all starts with Merida discovering the will, the will of the Wisps, which is magic. The magic turns her mother into a bear. This magic is why animals and inanimate objects, brooms and tools, behave like humans. Magic was utilized by a witch who mysteriously vanishes through wooden doors. Wooden doors. Y'all picking up? 
<gasps> yes. Monsters Through wooden, wooden doors. Eventually, the magic from the Will of the Wisps would lead to the birth of superheroes. That brings us into the next film in the timeline. So this is all one timeline. 1950s and 1960s with The Incredibles. So, superheroes maintained order in the world. But Buddy, a wannabe superhero, that little fucking cocksucker Buddy, created two things for the demise of superpowered humans. Self-serving AI bots like the Omnidroid and the high-tech zero-point energy electromagnetic energy that exists in a vacuum. This is the pivotal moment where we see machines eradicating their only threat, the supers. Okay. Eventually, toys start to absorb and draw their powers from zero-point energy, unseen energy that travels in wavelengths. And that's Toy Story. That leads us to Toy Story, 1997-1998. The first signs of life from toys are now pre uh, present due to Syndrome's technological powers. Toys, or sentient objects, come up with a code of rules and learn that human love is another energy source upon which they thrive. So these toys discover what happened to toys that are isolated from humans. They see that, oh, they don't get the love. They become like, either they die off or they like, right. it doesn't go well. So they're discovering, hey, there's a power source here with these humans. Okay. That leads us to 1999 with Toy Story 2. So they just, they, they just wanted to connect that humans are the reason at that point. Yes. I just want to make sure that I'm following yes, this. Yes, but this plays in... Uh, as cleanly as possible. Yeah. So okay. the toys discover that it is dangerous for them to be isolated from humans. We start to see inanimate objects question their purpose in life. For example, Jesse resents her owner, Emily, for abandoning her. They develop emotions. Yeah. They develop, well, they develop resentment and hatred towards humans very slowly. Right. But they start, they start picking up on it. Right. Okay. Uh, resentment towards humans was not only carried by inanimate objects, but by animals as well. Hmm. So that's where that starts to come in. Now we're in 2003 in this timeline, Finding Nemo. In the ocean, we find that fish are incredibly advanced. They have schools, a network, and freeway system. Excuse me. We discover that humans are polluting the earth and experimenting on them. Dory was one of the animals that was experimented on, which is why she is forgetful. Wow. Dory got MKUltra. <laughs> that is straight up what happened. So... I guess I should have started this before, said this before we all started. You yeah. came up with this while on acid? No. Okay. Uh, Pixar has kind of alluded to this by saying, yes, these are all in the same like universe or timeline. That's all they've said, though. Okay. So this is all fan theories, but it, it makes sense. Yeah. So there are signs of resentment growing towards humans from pollution and environment like damage, stealing fish and caging them. Animals begin to be more curious and carry more humanistic characters, uh, characteristics. That leads us to the year 2007 with Ratatouille. In Ratatouille, Remy discovers his love for cooking and displays human characteristics. Okay. Some of them are walking on his hand paws, or his hind paws, cleaning his hands, reading, and cooking. My dogs don't fucking read or cook. No, 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 no. no. That, that's an Because you didn't take him to training, Austin. You're right. You're right. I didn't. Uh, this is the first time we see personal interactions between humans and animals, but it's for the purpose of controlling humans. Remy controls Linguini because Linguini does not know how to do anything. Yeah, we that's, see how, that. that's, how Mal, that's how my cat walks around the house. Yeah, feed like, me. Like, we don't know how to live life right. Like, <laughs> we are impeding on her vision. So I can see, like, how... 
But that dude's retired. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is a special human. That uh, that he, guy that he was went right into it. I, that was fun. That was better than actually saying the word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we see that Remy's rat clan yeah. does not approve of the humans and feels both fear and hate towards them. Are these normal rats? Well, I think you could do a lot of research to find out if they're normal rats. We have to ask him, Adrian Peterson, or not Adrian Peterson, uh, Jordan Peterson. Uh, yeah. We got to ask him about the normal rat. The rat professor. The rat oh professor. My gosh, we played this one day, yes? Yeah. What was it about again? Oh, he was just doing a lecture about like psychology and he was like bouncing off of rat psychology. So it's they like clipped a, it together so he looked fucking deranged. It was a TikTok and all he would go is the normal rat and then you and then you the rat. And that was <laughs> oh, the whole video. Oh. It was just him talking I about fucking too. rats. I do remember that. It was it wasn't it a TikTok? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So, now we move on to the year 2010 <laughs> with yes. the movie Toy Story 3. 3 years later, toys have gone through a lot with humans. If you've seen the movie, you can tell why most of the toys have had it, being abused physically and emotionally by humans. <laughs> Lotso, the Huggin' Bear, straight up hates humans because they use and discard toy objects like they are nothing. He starts trying to take care of his own kind. This provides yet another reason why machines and objects alike are ready to take over. Okay. You can start seeing this. We got a problem. <laughs> we got a problem. Carl and Ellie, do those names sound familiar? Up. Up. Right to Andy telling him to get rid of his toys because they know the animosity between toys and humans coming ahead. And that's why they are planning on living in solitude. This takes us to the year 2011 through 2016 with Up. Carl is forced to give up his house to a corporation by and large, a.k.a. Amazon, because they are expanding the city. This is foreshadowing. This corporation is the cause for polluting the earth and wiping out life in the distant, near distant future as a result of technology overreach. Carl discovers that animals can communicate with humans and sees the bitterness that they have. Charles Muntz effectively trains an army of dogs. This is the start of the tipping point between animals and humans. Years later, the uprising between animals and humans begins. Who do you guys think won the war? Arby's. Next. <laughs> next movie. That's where they got the meats. Oh my god! <laughs> what would the next movie in line be? The next. Well, it, we're still going. There's still more. I know, so the next movie in line I is Cars. Need... <sighs> and it kind. Of, this just, explains. Okay. Listen, I get where we're going with it, or I get like the whole how it's like Easter eggs, bro. That, right. Yeah. That little people, and you can you can formulate the story however you want. Right. I am insanely interested to see how cars play into this because yeah. cars three is your favorite movie it's not my favorite i just have i'm a martyr for that film because everybody likes to make fun of me that i think it's a good movie it's but it's anyways. stretched to work now my boss like roasts me for liking that movie <laughs> i wouldn't share that with people austin well if we talk about because he, he's very into, into cinematography so we talk about like because i'm a, cinemat- a cinematography and major we haven't had him on no, we're not going to. <laughs> you you've been a cinematography major for a little less than a year. Let's but, preface this. But like we, you 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 do the do though. I you, do the do. do. I make more money from my degree than probably anybody else in the degree program. That's awesome for you. That's awesome for you. I I'm just not, I'm not claiming to be an expert, but I yeah, do know okay. that Martin Scorsese you came off like is, that. You did you did come off like yeah. That. So in my cinematography so in my, class, in my class. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump. Let's jump to cars. So that the, now the year, we're, we're making a huge jump here. We were in 2016. Now we're 2100 to 2200. That's okay. the year okay. of the timeline. When animals Al rose Gore up. Al said the ice caps would be gone by then. 
well, cars don't need ice because it, when, it all takes it all takes place in the desert. So I mean, well, they have cities. What about the ice road trucking cars? There were semi trucks. There should have been ice road truckers. There should have. There, there should, should have be. been a lovable Russian truck. <laughs> and they wear like the the Ushanka? Head, the front of the <laughs> yeah the front of the car looks like one of those rusky caps. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, wait, hold on. What did you say? It Ushanka. Was? A Rushanka? Ushanka. Ushanka. Yeah, it's the hats that they wear. That's it's Russian like for automobile. Oh, <laughs> I was going to make a lie. It sounds like you're trying to say a word. Like, That's how they say It's Ushanka. Ushanka. Yeah. Okay. All right. Whatever. I just... That's an interesting word. All right. Might be a word of the day. So when animals rose up against the humans to stop the pollution, the machines saved the humans and they won the war. However, since machines helped humans win, it tipped the balance on Earth. Machines, aka by and large, had to send the remaining humans off into space on a ship called the Axiom. All the other machines were left behind to populate the world and run things. But how do we know cars took over Earth and not another planet? That's what I would assume. Well, we go to the. But year. they have a whole lot of they have a whole lot of American ideals in that movie Cars. Well, we're still in twenty one hundred. Turn left. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. In Cars, especially Cars. It's Cars 2 that I think is the best, by the way. It's not Cars 3. Might, might be. In Cars 2, though, there's TSA, which insinuates there was a Cars 911. That's true. That, I'm just saying. And, and there's a wow. German, there's a G, German Jeep, which insinuates. Well, it's an American Jeep. Okay. But that they that, used in World War II. Yeah, so there, was, was a, there was a Cars World War II. There was a Cars a Cars a cost. Cars Holocaust. <laughs> no. They I'm just saying what the, they're implying. This is Pixar, not me. Okay. That's wow, Pixar. Oh man. <laughs> Spin zone. Not oh, as good as God. you think. So we're in Cars two now. It's still the same time from 2100 to 2200. In Cars two, cars go to Europe and Japan, which shows that it's in the same planet as all the other Pixar movies. It also shows that there are no humans throughout the world. The world at this time ends up with an energy crisis as oil is the only energy used for cars. They're not living off of humans. Gotcha. All in all, Corporation was using green energy as a catalyst for a fuel war in order to turn cars away from alternative energy sources. Hmm, does that sound maybe like a little bit of the Bush administration? Prehaps. Little Dick Cheney. Can you can you say it one more time? They were they had uh, so they were using a green energy it. as a catalyst for. So in the movie, they like all the drivers that like were using this like green alternative energy. They blew them up. They blew them up. Yeah, they blew the car up that was using it. And they're like, oh shit! Look, that, that we got to use oil. <laughs> Don't use that shit. Okay, I get I get where you're going. It would be like if if like I get the, where you're it'd going. be like if like we were running out of like meat, so they were pushing keto, but then the meat people were like. Making people who ate keto like blow up, like I just you. fucking explode and like, oh, bro, they ate keto. You can't, can't do that. <laughs> you can't do this anymore. It's scientifically proven. <laughs> you eat keto, you explode. All uh, right. So that clean fuel could have been used to swiftly wipe out slash decommission many of the cars. So on this this nice little website, yeah. The, on each tab for each movie, they have a little bit of evidence on the side there. You right. can click into them, and uh, this one is explaining. That the term decommission was used to, like, take emphasis away from th- that. Like, it's really a genocide. Like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna decommission these people. Like, but it's cars, and we're gonna decommission them. And it shows a, a still of cars blowing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, there's your genocide. Yep. 
Okay. Uh, so all in all was run by by and large, which eventually polluted the whole earth due to its use of oil. The whole world becomes unfit to sustain life. Gotcha. Gotcha. That takes us now to the years 2800 through 2900. Another big jump with Wally. Earth has become uninhabitable for hundreds of years due to by and large. The corporation took over the world slash governments starting in the 1950s. Wally is the only machine left on Earth after it ran out of resources. He has survived because he is fascinated with human culture and is also has a friendship with a cockroach. I think we all have a cockroach we're friends yeah, with. Yeah, you uh, yeah. You guys are my fucking cockroaches. <laughs> I have a, I have a cockroach farm at my work that I keep there. At Einstein's? We, maybe. <laughs> wow. Cockroach farms, and we seriously need to do some more investigation on the fucking... Uh, it's a good hiding spot. The inspectors will never find it. Oh, okay. We're talking about two different things. Oh, I wanted so, to jump I'm into the guy that cockroaches. Wants well, to, he is one of them. He's, uh, what is it, a phone sexing Einstein. Oh, yeah. The one-way phone sexting? Yeah. Einstein's has a, a, a serial jacker. They, there's a cockroach farm. <laughs> there's ghosts. Wow. You, there's the racist boss. God forbid we ever go big. We ever go big, and then it's just like... The hammer comes down on them. <laughs> They're gonna like say, yeah, "Hey, we we cannot give away all our secrets, okay, Chris? Not on YouTube." Like Chris that. is gonna end up in a jail cell and then dead. Einstein's is by and large. They're the corporation that's gonna <laughs> yeah, that's not Amazon. It's Einstein's. They have a grip on society. Turns out the the to the bagel monocle is a, a Freemason symbol. Uh, and <laughs> have you ever met somebody who doesn't like bagels? Yeah, I don't think not that mm. I remember. I mean, anybody in this room not like Travis? Bagels? I love bagels. Yeah, see, I'm me. I Cameron said I'm not wow. the biggest fan of bagels. Okay, I'm offended, George. Wow. No, no, it's just no, no. I don't like what bagels do to me. I love bagels, but if I have bagels on the reg, you know, I start to look like a bagel. I start to look round. That's yeah, you start true. to look like me. And then I have bagels I have, and cream cheese. Like it's it's just. Carbs and sugar, bro. You're starting your day with cheese bread. I start my day with like. Why I wouldn't like you want one. to? I I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Some days I like to starve myself and feel like shit until about like eight o'clock at night, and I gorge myself. I'm gonna do that tonight. What should a baller. Yeah, no, that's type just the in way. the chat what I should get. I'm thinking talking about shit. <laughs> George, you got to put locks on it. You got to put salmon. They make it have protein. Oh, see, on. he t- he uh, talks about that. Salmon. I do like I do like Einstein's breakfast sandwiches. They got a c- capers, onions, tomatoes. Come on, where yet? Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of l- the little salt balls capers. Not a fan. I've of never salt tasted balls. them. I thought they were peas when I first got there. They're disgusting. I don't like <laughs> capers either. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That's just. I guess I guess everybody eventually has to learn about capers. Because you really do think they're peas until well, he's like, told us about this many times on the show. Really? Yeah, he's always the uh, first time he came on the show. He was like, "There's these little balls. I thought they were peas, but they're capers." What? Oh my god! If you it's go back and up. find that, that'd be hilarious. Um, but anyways, we're on Wally, right? Yeah. So the cockroach. Uh, so he also uh, he's all of this gathering of human items, having a friendship with the cockroaches, maintained his personality and fulfillment. So robots slash machines on Axiom having left Earth centuries earlier show that machines develop a sense of purpose out of the human's dependence on them. Wally is a robot Jesus. Now, I'm not making this up. They wrote this. He is a Jesus, and he and his love, the appropriately named Eve, save the human race and start a new beginning on Earth again. 
Wow. Yeah. Wally is Jesus. Praise be unto him. Praise, praise. I always, I always thought. Know, we, I always liked the way they interlock. Can you interlock fingers with me? Like how they would hold hands. Eva. HPV guys. I have HPV. <laughs> that, that is his hand. HPV. Get out of here. All right. So, during the credits of Wally, we see the shoe that contains the last, uh, the last of plant life. It grows into a mighty like tree. A, if you look at the picture, it looks like a Tim, bro. <laughs> It's a Tim. It, bro. That is. Life on Earth is dead ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> B, your life forms into just a mega, de- like Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's just fighting. There's pit bulls everywhere. <laughs> All right. So this takes us into the year 2898 to 3000. Jonas Brothers were right. A bug's life. The same plant we see in Wally grew to be the tree in a bug's life. Insects have a longer lifespan in a bug's life. Prior to Wally, an ant can last just three months. However, in a bug's life, these ants all survive an entire summer and allude to being around for quite some time. One ant states that he feels 90 again. Okay. I wish I could say that like in the future. This indicates that ants are sturdier as a result of evolution and mutated genes. The man's built different, bro. They're like the, they're <sighs> like the fallout super mutants. Dude, I just feel like ants are just like, I want to believe that all these ants that are on Earth have just been roaming for billions of years. The same ones. Like, I, my son loves the They're B movie. always there. They're yeah. always back. My son loves the B movie, and I'm like, bro, this B would not live long enough to go to trial. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, literally, dude. Okay, so he, he said, I feel 90 again. Whoa. <laughs> so he they're says he sturdier. feels 90 again. This indicates that they're sturdier results of mutated genes. Another ant tells Flick not to leave the island because there are snakes, birds, and bigger bugs out there. They do not mention humans because there are very few humans to make it dangerous enough for insects to worry about. However, one kid allegedly picked the wings off of the homeless bug. Damn, bro. Imagine you're just flying some kids like, ha, bitch, just pops your shit off. A homeless bug? Yeah, there's homeless. There's like a, there's like a Detroit in Bugs Life. <laughs> they have like a circuit. It's actually probably more of like a Las Vegas because they have like shows at like a bar and like there's and then D Street. Yeah, it's a CD place, yeah. like like Good Neighbor and Fallout 4. Yeah, because there's like flies and they're like, hey, what's up, toots? <laughs> and they're like hitting on the female bugs and getting fucking wasted on priced, what sugar Dang, water. We got to go watch. I got to watch that. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, so later in the distant future, animals start evolving into the dominant species. This takes us to the year 4500 to 5000 with Monsters University. Oh, yeah, master species, baby. Let's go. Master species. <laughs> Hundreds of years after Wally, animals started changing due to radiation caused by, by and large. Of course. These animals evolved into monsters and accidentally wipe humans off the face of the planet. Monsters University was founded in 1313. This is dated using the monsters calendar, not the human calendar, and shows that it took place almost 1400 years after a bug's life. At Monsters University, they falsely taught the monsters that humans were toxic and from another dimension. This is because monsters were worried about being erased from existence and altering history. Wow. Yeah, this is where it gets really deep, these last two movies. So this takes us to the same time frame, 4,500 to 5,000, with Monsters, Inc. Monsters and machines didn't realize their mistake of getting rid of humans until it was too late. They eventually realized that humans were their source of energy and needed to sustain life. Machines help solve that by letting monsters use doors to time travel to the human generations. This leads us to Boo. Wow. So, going on to the next one. Yeah, good. No, 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 no. Okay, hold on. I did not see... Whoa, next one. Oh, there's Boo. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, so go. now Boo, the, the little girl from 
Monsters, Inc. Sweet little... <laughs> I feel like, what's his face for my Carly uh, reading this? Watch out. Sweet little Pick boo. Pick your words, Austin. I'm, re- I'm just reading it. You can go to the website. This is what they have written. Sweet little boo never got over Sully and became obsessed with finding out what happened to him. She remembered that doors are the key to finding Sully. Later on in life, she figured out how to time travel using wooden doors and goes back to the source of all magic, the will of the wisps, and creates magic to find Sully by using wood. Boo leaves evidence behind in Brave, two carvings whittled out of wood. They were Sully and a pizza truck, the two things she loves most in life. Although she knows how to travel through time, she does not know how to determine what time period she will go to. Therefore, speculation has it that Boo is the one planting the Easter eggs throughout all the Pixar movies because she has been accidentally going through different time periods. Whoa. I like that theory. That's such a cute theory. It's a dark theory. Everybody's fucking killing each other. <laughs> well, I mean, but the fact that Boo is like just is setting it all up yeah, is Boo's kind of a fucking around with the space time continuum and you're just like, Kitty! <laughs> <laughs> and that, no, okay, back to the door. Accidentally causes Lincoln's assassination. <laughs> And the Crusades at the same time. Oh, my Kitty. God. <laughs> 2,000 dead. The, the 9-11 wasn't really terrorist. She just spawned into the cockpit. Kitty, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Boo is the original jihad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. All right. So. <clears throat> Thoughts? Well, uh uh so the there's one important thing that it, this didn't go over that I, th- I thought would come up why is it that every maternal female every mother in this universe is is just thick just extremely thick this theory did not cover any of the thickness <laughs> these are the questions that matter May- maybe maybe what? maybe during some you know some of the the magic maybe that made the incredibles have powers maybe they made some of those mothers thick i think i think this theory, I don't know. That's what that was. That's what I wanted to know out of this. Is it so, like eugenics, like with General Sam? Where's the big titty gene? Where's the thick gene? It came from the will of the wisps. Could be, yeah. Because oh. if you look at Brave, they're all like sticks. Yeah, yeah. Like Elastigirl, she looks magical. You know? Yeah, she has the will of the wisps. Wonderful, wonderful. I what I'm most blown away by is uh, the whole monsters. Like finding out that humans are their supply of energy and using us, right? Um, that's pretty baller. Which makes me think that one day, like we're gonna like go back in time, and like, is it really slavery if you go back in time and you just make people do all the work? Yes. <laughs> so I mean, Pixar in a in a sense is saying that slavery will happen again with this because they're going back, they're making. The human scream. Yeah, but that's not like that's not like making them terrifying work in a field us. fifteen hours a day. That's just ah. whoa, whoa. Why did you? There's lots of different forms of slavery there, Austin. I'm just saying this is one of them. Car, car payments. Car they, payments. Ah, man, I got two of those. We're coming back around to it, but I do. I think uh, I agree with Chris. Not enough. Th- you even got Jesse from. You didn't even mention her from ah. Toy Story. Ah. Toys ain't really that. She's thing. an anime. I mean, people sexualize toys. I've seen some funny videos with some some mason jars. Accidentally, I no. always thought the 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 was it Sally from Cars? She got she got a donk. I'd fuck that car. I'm not sexualizing <laughs> the car. All right. Oh no! It's what? a Porsche. It's a nice looking car. What Relax. what what gas station was it that always had the little cartoon cars? This was before the movie Cars was out. Oh, Chevron. 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 They with had the cars? like a female uh, car. Oh, yeah. and they were always thick. 
thick bumpers on those cars. All right. You were talking about thick ads. So what about the green M&M? Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, weird. No. That's always creeped me the hell out. I've oh, seen the meme boy. where it's like, bro, my friend has a fetish for the green M&M. We got to help him. <laughs> what, what do you mean help him? <laughs> Poor dude's struggling out here. Well, I think, I think uh, Austin, I want to thank you. You did yeah, another phenomenal I, job. You knocked One of my park. coworkers was talking to me about because I like mentioned how, oh, the new like Monsters, Inc. show came out, and I watched it with my kid, and my coworker was like, oh, have you heard the Pixar theory? And I was like, go on. Mm. And he and then he told me like he just told me like how syndrome started it all, but syndrome did not start at all. So I was like, huh? And then I looked it up and I was like, bro, I felt like it's I, even got his own website. I felt like Alex Jones going through there. Oh, my we'll gosh. See, you see the, Look, the, document, the, the space uh, space dimension because like <laughs> what, what happens here is almost like a conspiracy theorists talk about like the singularity and like the rise of machines and. There's like this secret cabal to wipe out all the humans, you know, and like right. all this stuff happens in this timeline. Like, like you know, animals are in charge, m- machines are in charge. You know what I mean? And we have like a whole like, you know, evangelical. Oh, everything gets destroyed and recreated again. You That's know what I true. mean? That is true. It's, it was. It's definitely cool. You know, because I was thinking about the conspiracy side of it for sure. I never knew it went as deep as that. I always knew there was Easter eggs. Yeah, like, uh, which is probably just the like the the engineers and the artists just be like, ha ha, look at this. For that, it's like an easy day. Just like, oh, copy and paste that shit. You know, like, <laughs> everybody knew about well, the Pizza Planet truck. Yeah, but I know? feel like it's probably not that easy. They have to like Obviously incorporate not. it into the movie. But I'd like to think that's their easier day. Well, they. T- I mean, this theory obviously like takes creative liberties. Like they say, magic from Brave created supers. Like. They 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 create their link for each ones, right. but I think it's still creative and interesting how they a fit it together and b made it like circular. Like okay, it ends with boo, but boo really started the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. What if yeah. like would would okay? Let's just say like boo comes in and Sully's just like ah fuck a kid. Oh my god. Do you think that like Sully like would just realistic like, home alone? It's the butterfly effect. Is that <laughs> yeah, what you're getting at? Yeah, do you to? think he would just be like, I don't feel so good, Mike Wazowski, and then just fucking evaporate? <sighs> Everything just turns into dust at that point. Yeah. The the societal, like not even the societal, like the dimension, like it just collapses on itself. The it's just no more. I would like to think it's as easy as like clicking off like a button, like clicking on a website, just like boom. And it's just gone forever. Yeah. But just like that, like a flash little. F- but I also like it, it, it doesn't kind of make sense because you you had to get to that point anyways. Right. You know, oh, oh, no, 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 because he's going back in time to get her. Now I'm seeing the issue. Yeah, he's going back into because everybody thinks it's like a different dimension. But what this theory is saying is, no, they're going they're just time traveling. Yes. Scaring the fuck out of some kid. Yeah. I mean, but everything looked relatively around the same time. Like when they would go into those, they they would like time travel to those doors. Everything looked modern. It looked from the same same era, same time period. Whatever the link is in those times, then I think that's where you have to jump off. Because they could have totally like animals could. Because like with cars, they carry on human characteristics. Like oh, they did a nine eleven. We're gonna do one. 
Right, 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 right. No, <laughs> they, 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 didn't, they, had, they didn't want to mess around with American history too much. Yeah, a plane the crashes into like a skyscraper parking garage. Oh, no. Jesus Cars Christ. driving 3, off. 3,000 vehicles. Well. Sorry. Uh, I think we shall wrap this up, yes? Wait, I got I, something, guys. Yes? I discovered something. Oh, okay. Um, so if you look here, um, if you look at the bottom of the Pixar theory, it's uh, you see a little cheeky 97th floor logo right here. Clicked on it. Did some research. I scrolled down. They have uh, they made the website, but according the person you're talking to who invented the Pixar theory is John Negroni, right? Uh, and it was an original blog post here, which is johnnegroni.com, discussing the whole thing that we are here. So this is the person who created it. Yeah, he he goes way more into depth, but it's a little less. It's a little more loose than like this is very. Uh, condensed. Yeah, condensed and like almost concrete. It's a little more concrete. The other ones are like, like because on there it's it's outdated because he goes in Coco. We're assuming this is what it's going to be. So it's it's like Coco hasn't even come out yet at the time of that post. So right. so it's safe to say that he updates this uh, for every new Pixar movie. I, I, yeah, look, I would I would assume so. But the fact that I think I saw that on like Coco, it said like, oh, w- there may be something about how the dead give us energy, and I was like, oh, so they haven't they hadn't seen it at the time of writing this. The whole Boy. thing. Oh my. Yeah, that's sick. That is sick. All right. John Negroni is, is giving away deep state secrets. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna get suicided. A hole in the back of his head. I could see it now. You're, yeah. Wow. You just called you, it. Like you said, you know, Jeff Bezos is you like by and large. A, by and large, Amazon. Okay. You're motivated too, because you just watched a serial killer movie. So like you're like I'm inspired. <laughs> but <laughs> this is his calling card. The Gaba, uh, the Gaba Guru. The Gaba guru. <laughs> well, Austin, take us home, partner. Give yeah. us the rigmarole. So, where can they find us? You guys know where to find us: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. If you want to tell us your your movie theories, your Pixar theories, you know where to find us: Lukewarm Cinema Podcast at gmail And until next time, everybody, Jen Kui. Jen Kui. Jen Kui.